0: Hallelujah! All right, uh, welcome back to our our series uh, in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. All right, so we're continuing on with this series, and as always, uh, we're going to start off with this little poem called "The World of Scripture," and that is because this study is centered around the world of Scripture. We are here to become disciples of the word, not disciples of history, not disciples of supposition, not disciples of what people think, so on and so forth, but disciples of the word. Amen. Amen? You know, and so in order to do that, Yah has convicted my heart that we must stay within the word. And the word is a world in and of itself, and that's what this poem is patterned after says, welcome to my world, a place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where your last is first, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning, when it appears as though one is losing, they're actually winning, where trumpets are depicted as voices and the persecuted righteous don't complain, but actually rejoices. Here the swords are likened to the word, the demons of birds the dead are yet alive and the living are actually dead. Blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place wherein the humble are depicted as poor and the poorer one becomes, they later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place but the awesome world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears and get ready to listen for the rock aqua death. It's about get to begin teaching. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, we are still within the series of the garden of eating, but eating, but we're in a sub-series called Know Your Role. Amen. Because we need some folks to know their role. You know, it's about time that people, the people of Elohim, find out what their role is. Amen. You know, so that they can be about their role. Hallelujah. So we want everybody to know their role all right we're gonna pick it up this week with genesis 2 23 and 20 23 through 25 my first reader please and adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed Hallelujah. I'd like to call your attention to where it says, and be joined to his wife. It says, therefore, a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Now, the KJV actually says, uh, and he shall cleave unto his wife. You know, and this, uh, I don't quite know what version this is, but some of them say be joined to. But what I want to call your attention to is that the word rather um, is, is joined to, or if it's uh, cleave, the word in the Hebrew is debak. Number sixteen ninety-two in your Strong is a primitive root. It properly means to impinge, that is, to cling or adhere, to catch by, by pursuit. It means to fast, to, to abide, to cleave, to follow, to uh, follow close or hard after. It means to be joined together. Amen. amen you know so the Bach means to be joined together and we see how they translated it correctly so here in 20 um Genesis 26 2 23 through 25 and whatever version this is it says and he shall leave his father and mother and be joined too and that's exactly what the word Bach means to be joined together amen, amen. all right now enough of that we're gonna do a recap Um, because I, I want everyone to get this, you know, I want everyone to get, get this concerning the woman, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's, it plays an essential role in understanding the rest of scripture and the overall plan of Elohim and being able to see yourself in, in, in some type of view. Amen. Okay. So we're going to recap this. Genesis 2.21 taught us, it says, and Yahuwah Elohim caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs. And then of course he took that rib and he made a woman, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, so I want to recap and show how a woman actually speaks to the priest, you know, how she's hurt. The woman is the priest, essentially, spiritually speaking. Yeah. You know, maybe not on the surface, but under the surface. You know, spiritually speaking, the woman speaks to the priest. And I pray that you <clears throat> that you're convinced of that after after you see what I have um to support it once again, you know, because this is a recap, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, first thing we see Yahoo Elohim caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. When he was making one. All right. Now, as aforementioned, Israel had a type of woman. Yahushua had a type of woman. Israel's type of woman was the priest, the Levite in particular. Amen. Amen. It was the tribe of Levi. Now, I want you to see Israel's deep sleep because Yah also put Israel in a deep sleep. And this is actually. A depiction of that deep sleep you know this is of course moshe parting the red sea bringing israel through it you know to enter into the wilderness right all right now first corinthians 10 1 and 2 teaches us something about this it says moreover brethren i would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our how all our fathers were under the cloud and passed through the sea and were all baptized unto moshe in the cloud and in the sea So, what this is telling us is that when they went through the sea, it was a type of baptism. Amen? Mm -hmm. All right. So, Israel, don't think that they weren't baptized. They had a type of baptism. Now, now, um, I don't see the passage up here. Uh, I don't see the scripture passage nevertheless the scripture is here so we're gonna read it It says or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into messiah yahshua have been baptized into his death therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that as messiah was raised from the dead through the glory of the father so we too might walk in newness of life for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we will also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Mm-hmm. So what I am pointing out is when Yahuwah Elohim caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam, that was a type of death. We know that sleep speaks to a type of death. Mm-hmm. For Yahshua himself even taught us that. You know, he told his apostles, we go to see Lazarus, you know, and, um, you know, for he sleepless. And they say, well, if he sleep, he does well. He said, nah, he did, you know. And so he was speaking of sleep as a type of death. Amen? Amen. All right. You know, now, so we we can put that to the word where it says he put him into a deep sleep, speaks to a type of death. Israel went through a type of death or deep sleep when they were coming out of Mizraim and coming through the reed sea. And we see that baptism is a type of death. Amen? Say again. Romans Romans 6, 4. Thank you. You know, now, this is Yahushua's deep sleep. He too went into a deep sleep, a type of death, whereby his bride is being gathered out of his body and will be presented to him in the last days. Amen? Same thing. Can you see the parallels betwixt Adam, yeah. Israel, mm-hmm. and Yahushua? Yeah. You know, they were all put into a type of deep sleep, yeah. which speaks to a type of death. Amen. Okay. Yeah. They all got back up again, too, yeah. right? Yeah. So you see the resurrection was there all along. Yeah. Say so lie. <laughs> you know, that said. Why is she called woman? You know, Genesis 2.23 says she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Right. All right. Now, in Numbers 8.14, we learn that thus shall you separate the Levites from among the children of Israel and the Levites shall be mine. The Levites shall be uh, shall be mine, separate the Levites. So, here it is. We see Yah is taking a tribe out of Israel, and He completely took them out of Israel so much so that they weren't even to be counted with Israel anymore. Amen. Amen. You know, so you know, that's really very, very important to, to see because they truly came out, you know. Now, I want you to consider the ecclesia, because the ecclesia actually can, comes out of the body of Yahshua, as I was just mentioning. You know, the ecclesia comes out of the body of of, my, of, of Yahushua, you know, and will be presented to him, you know, um, as as a bride, as a woman. Amen. You know, I pray you can see the correlation. Uh, yeah, this, I could have sworn I got rid of that, but okay, anyway, I don't know why we're back to that. Something not right. Ah, hallelujah. Anyway, and we're going to yeah. keep going. All right. Um, now I want you to consider what Israel took out of, out of Israel was Levi. All right. Now, Levi is a Hebrew name, meaning joint together now remember that uh, uh in Genesis it said that man was to be joined to uh, uh, he was to leave his father and mother and cleave or be joined to mm-hmm. his wife right mm-hmm. and we spoke about how Levi was a type of that that woman that was uh, like unto the woman in in Genesis correct and now here it is. We see Levi actually, name actually means joint too. Right. Wow, wow. I pray you can see that. Yeah. You know, again showing that Levi is a type of woman. And also we have Yahushua. You know, his bride that's taken out of his body is a type of woman. You know, and in, in all and and I, I pray that you can see it's you know the woman speaks to the priest, you know? Now, also we have, even as Yah took a rib from Adam, he took the Levites and the apostles from Israel. The Levites, he placed as a rib in Israel. When you look at how they were arranged in the wilderness, you see around the tabernacle, which speaks to the torso or the body, Mm -hmm. was attached the flesh of, of the torso Uh, or the flesh of the ribs was Levi. Right. So, and then also the apostles, they were taken out of Israel to be presented to Mm Yahushua. Now, even as the Levites and the apostles belonged to the father, the women of Israel belonged to their father. This is why the would-be husband had to go to the father and arrange Mm -hmm. uh, for the marriage. You know, he had to, he had to uh, give a dowry, a purchase price. Amen? Amen. Like unto the Levites, the women of Israel received no inheritance. And there was a uh, special cases in case, uh, in case there was no man, men in the family, right. then they were allowed to receive um, the inheritance so that they can have a son and, and pass it on to him, you know, but essentially uh, speaking, the women of Israel received no inheritance. Additionally, the Levites and the women were exempt from the army of Israel. You know, so when they counted up the armies, the women weren't included. When they counted up the armies of Israel, the Levites weren't included. You know, so again, I pray that you can see the Levite speaks to the woman. Now. Now that we know that the Levite <laughs> speaks to the women, women, please, please know you will. You know, <laughs> first and foremost, a woman's role is to always seek to imitate Elohim to the point that she's comparable to him. She's to first start with her thought life and then let it extend into her sayings and actions. You know, it begins. you know, with the thought life For as Scripture teaches, as a man thinketh, so is he; or as a woman thinketh, so is she. You know, so it begins with the thought life. You want to start thinking like Elohim. How do you know how Elohim think? Read His Word; it tells you how He thinks. Amen. Amen. So you want to start thinking like Elohim, and then you want to start talking like Elohim, and you want to start acting like Elohim. Amen. Now, if done correctly, she'll find her mind kind of empty and void. When you first start on into this, you'll and you begin to think like Elohim and act like Elohim and speak like Elohim, you're gonna find yourself lonely because everybody's gonna run from you. Yeah. You know, and you're gonna find yourself, you know, um, with your mind kind of empty and void, with the realization that darkness, that is ignorance, is upon the face of, of, of your deep thats That is that all the counsel that you receive from man, you're going to realize that it's filled with ignorance. That is with a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, a lack of true knowledge of Elohim. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now, she's to remedy remedy this the same way Yah did with his earth, via the seven stages of spiritual development found in Genesis 1 through 2, 3. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now, an essential aspect of of a woman's spiritual development speaks to another part of of her role which is to be fruitful and multiply that is by allowing the seeds of scripture now you can do this physically as well as spiritually you know um but we're speaking about spiritual development here and it's, it's by allowing the seeds of scripture to be planted into her mind and let them sprout forth and bring forth fruit amen amen and to replenish her mind with men and women of elohim so when these people begin to leave from around you because you want to be godly you want to be a godly woman amen you want to be a woman of elohim a woman of yahuwah you know they're going to start to disperse now you are not to just leave your mind empty and void After you begin to become fruitful and multiply, you also are to replenish your mind with men and women of Elohim. So you should be thinking about the men and women of Elohim in your life. And most importantly, she's to subdue her mind by taking dominion over the information found there, by ruling over her thoughts, feelings, lust, and devotion. Have to rule over the earth, you have to rule over your mind, you have to rule over the information that's there that doesn't align with Yah's word, you have to rule over the thoughts that pop up or um and fly about your mind that doesn't align with Yah's will and his way and his purposes, and you have to rule over the feelings no matter what they are if they're anger, and if they're if they're disgust, and if they're. If they're joy, if they're, you know, um, whatever they is, if they exalt themselves against the word of Elohim, you have to rule over them. Amen? Yeah. You know, including the, the lust, the feelings of lust, and devotions. Sometimes you'll find yourself devoted to something that's not even of Elohim. Mm-hmm. Right. And, even, and once you do, you have to rule over that. Now, as a wife, a mother, or a priest, she's the protector and maintainer. the most holy things of Israel or the most holy things of men. She has the responsibilities that parallel that of the priesthood. First one being to protect and serve. Hallelujah. Know your role, women. Your role is to protect and serve the house of Elohim. Now, if you're a godly family, and he's giving you a house, then that is a house of Elohim, is it not? And the flesh body that you walk and talk in, that's a house of Elohim, is it not? Women, it's your job to protect and serve the house of Elohim. Amen. Amen? You know, even to the point of standing up boldly in opposition to the man of the house, if He's going against or going against or tarnishing what's holy. Yeah. You ought to protect that holiness. Amen. Amen. You proper to protect the most, the most holy place. Your house, your flesh body, as well as your house, your home is the most holy place. Oh, yeah. It's a symbol of the most holy place. Yeah. You know, and you have to protect and serve it. Even as the priest protect and serve. The temple of Elohim. Amen. You know. You also have to keep. yah's house in order. Who. It was the priest's job. To clean. And keep the house in order. It was. They cleaned the temple. And they kept the um, house of Elohim. In order. This was also. One of the duties of the priest, or it's one of the duties of the women. First Chronicles fifteen sixteen says, and David spoke to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brothers to be the singers with instruments of music. Women, it is also your role to fill the house of Elohim with praise. Um, It is your role. To sing praises to the Most High Air yeah. within his house. Amen. Amen. Amen? From the brazen altar we learned that it's uh, from the priest and the brazen altar we learned that the woman's role also speak to the preparation of the food. All the food that came to the house of Elohim <laughs> was prepared by the priest and if the priest represents the women then it's the woman's role to prepare the food for the house of Elohim. Amen. Amen. From the table of showbread, hereby we learn that it's also the woman's role to eat the showbread, because she was the priests were commanded to eat the showbread and also to nurse or teach the children of Israel with the word of Elohim. You know, they had to eat the bread, and they was, you know, in the um and their families. Um, could also uh could also eat it and so they had to it's a picture of them nursing and teaching the children of Israel the word of Elohim amen, amen. and the menorah from the menorah we learned that it's also the woman's role to help them to understand it amen because it's one thing to know it it's another thing to understand it And from the brazen altar, hereby we learn that it's the woman's role to make certain that they keep themselves clean and holy. Now, this is very, very, very important. You know, but even as the priests had to keep themselves clean and holy, women, you have to keep yourselves clean and holy. And the reason is because you have a large responsibility, you know, concerning the house of Elohim. And that is you're to be a covering. For the house of elohim you are to be a covering for the most holy things of elohim you are to be a covering for the bread that you receive that is the teachings and instructions of elohim that you receive the understanding that you receive you're to be a covering for these things you know and also the um the golden altar of incense which i um i forgot to include in here but also by, uh, by the golden altar of incense We also learn that you are the intercessors You are the intercessors for the family Amen mm-hmm. You're the one who intercedes You know um, On the children's behalf To the father Even as the priest Interceded for the children Of Israel To the father Amen Mm-hmm. Okay. Leviticus 4, 1 through 3. Uh, let me have my uh, next reader read Leviticus 4, 1 through 3, please. And Yahuwah spoke spoke to Moses, Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin unwillingly before Yahuwah in any of the commandments of Yahuwah concerning things which he ought not to do, and shall do some of them if the anointed priests sin as to cause the people to sin then shall he bring for then shall he bring for his sins which he has sinned an unblemished calf of the herd to yahuwah for his sins hallelujah okay so this is why it's very important that the woman keep herself clean and holy. Right. Amen. Amen. You know. Now the KJV reads a little different in verse 3. Uh, but the meaning is the same. Yeah. Now. It says. If a soul shall sin unwillingly before Yahuwah. And this is what I try to get people to understand. Is the sacrificial system was for unwilling sins. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for willing sense, you know, where you intentionally, you know, go and do something wrong. It was for, you know, unintentional sense. You know, hence it says, if a (coughs) soul shall sin unwillingly. Now, get this. It says, if the anointed priest sin, so as to cause the people to sin. Okay. Women, priests, mothers, you can cause your family to sin. Your sins can cause the family to enter into sin. You know, consider Malachi 2, 1 through 4, it says, And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. If ye will not hear, and if ye will not lay it to heart, to give glory unto my name, saith Yahuwah Zavolot. I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already, because ye do not lay it to, to heart. Behold, I will corrupt your seed. Now, can you see her seed got corrupted because of her? And spread dung upon your faces, even the dung of your silent feast, and one shall take you away with it. And ye shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you, that my covenant might be with Levi, with those who are joint to say Yahuwah Zavol. Hence it is imperative that women not only learn, but also perform their role in the family. For the family is dependent upon their prayers, their coverings. They have to keep his covenant. Leviticus 4.31, and he shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat is taken away from off the sacrifice of peace offerings and the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savior unto yahuwah and the priest shall make an atonement for him and it shall be forgiven him you know and so we see that the woman is the one who covers the sins of the children of israel also Leviticus 4.20, and he shall do with the bullock as he did with the bullock for a sin offering. So shall he do with this and the priest shall make an atonement for them. It shall be forgiven them. And the priest or women are the intercessors for the families of Elohim, for the children of Israel. You know, um, consider Deuteronomy 10.8 and 9. At that time, Yahweh separated the tribe of Levi to bear the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah, to stand before Yahuwah, to minister unto him, and to bless in his name unto this day. Wherefore Levi have no part, nor inheritance, with his brethren. Yahuwah is his inheritance, according as Yahuwah thy Elohim promised him. So like unto the Levites, the women of Scripture, normally didn't receive any inheritance, for Yah is their inheritance. Amen. Mm. Mm. also we learned that the priest received cities of refuge now i want you to think about a mother in this respect you know and i want you to think about the children of israel as children Amen? amen when the children of israel done something wrong they went and took refuge right in the cities of refuge where the priest presided mm-hmm. can't you see that this is a picture of the children running to the mother mm-hmm. to seek refuge no. refuge from whom from the other children mm-hmm. of israel yeah can you see that yes. mm-hmm. so here it is one of the children mm-hmm. did something to one of the brothers the sisters and the brother or sister wanted to get at him And they ran to Mama at the City of of Refuge Mm -hmm. and they would be protected as long as, you know, they was worthy of protection, you know, at the City of Refuge. Mm -hmm. Can't you see that's just a picture of a a child running from one of his siblings to mother and mother protecting the child Mm and if the child, you know, was worthy of protection? I pray you can see that picture. Same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yep. All right. I know you're wondering, what about the men? Yes. <laughs> Where do they come? come in now? What, what's, what's going on? Is this a one-sided lesson or what? You know. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about the men. We're not going to be able to finish it. You know, but the men are the word. We also need to know your you also need to know your role. Amen. amen. <laughs> you know, everybody needs to know their role. Genesis 2, 5. Says, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for Yahweh Elohim had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Hallelujah. And then we have Genesis 2.15, it says, and Yahuwah Elohim took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep. So hereby we learned that one of the things, one of the most essential parts of the role of man is actually to till the ground, to work it and keep it. You know, I'm gonna have to back up a bit just for the sake of, uh, because I see something that is actually missing, but I can I can bring it forth off of this. And it's pretty much the same. Cause first and foremost, a man's role is also to always seek to imitate Elohim to the point that he is comparable to Elohim. He's the first start with his thought life and then let it extend unto his sayings and actions as well. And if done correctly, he'll find um he'll find his mind kind. Are kind of empty and void as well, with the realization that darkness is upon the face of his deed. That is, that all the counsel, you know, and advice that he don't receive from men, is filled with ignorance. It doesn't have light in it. Amen. It doesn't have Yah in it. You know, and he's the remedy. Um, this the same way Yah did with his with his earth via the seven stages of spiritual development found in Genesis one one through two three. You know, and Um, even as with the, uh, with the woman, the man is also an essential aspect of his spiritual development is to be fruitful and multiply. And this speaks physically and spiritually, you know, physically, of course, that's having children, you know, um, but spiritually, which is more importantly, you know, is to allow the seeds of scripture to be planted into his mind. So that they might sprout forth and bring forth the fruit of the ruach, the love, the joy, the peace, the long suffering, the meekness, the gentleness, the goodness, the faith, the things in which there is no no law against. Amen. Amen. You know, and to replenish his mind with the men and women of Elohim, he's not supposed to be concerned with the happy heathens. He's right. supposed to be concerned with the men and women of Elohim. And most importantly, he's to subdue his mind by taking dominion over the information found there and by ruling over his thoughts, feelings, lust, and devotions. You know, and so this is an essential part of a man's role. Amen? Amen? All right. Now, also, he is to till the ground. He's to work the garden that Yah has put him in and keep Woo! that is a loaded statement you have no idea <laughs> you know but he is the work the garden and keep let us consider leviticus 18 3 says after the doings of the land of Misraim, wherein ye dwell shall ye not do and after the doings of the land of canaan where the bring you shall ye not do neither shall ye walk in their ordinances so here it is, we we see uh we learn that Yah is bring brings Israel into the land of Canaan. Amen. You know, now this could be pictured even as Yah put Adam in the Garden of Eden, he put Israel in the land of Cain. You know, and both of them had perimeters, you know, because a garden has perimeters, say Lot. Consider Yochanan 14, one through three, my next reader, please. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah, okay, so. Adam was put in the Garden of Eden. Israel was put in the land of Canaan. You know, but what about the followers of Yahushua? What what about Yahushua? Where was he put? He was put somewhere as well, right? And so he's even telling his his, uh, apostles that one day where he is, they will be also. You know, Revelations 22, 3 teaches us about that it says and there shall be no more speaking of um new jerusalem this is uh revelation 22 3 speaking of new Ru- new jerusalem is saying and there shall be no more curse mm-hmm. but the throne of elohim and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him mm-hmm. so we know that wherever he is will be yeah. so if he's gonna be in new jerusalem mm-hmm. we know we're gonna be in new jerusalem yeah. Amen? You know, so I want you to see that Adam was put into the Garden of Eden. Israel was put into the Garden of Canaan. And Yahushua was put in the Garden of New Jerusalem. Amen? Amen. You know, Eden speaks to pleasure. Canaan speaks to humility. Jerusalem speaks to peace. Now, from this, we can deduce that it's man's role to reside in, to work, and to keep the gardens of Elohim. That is the states of pleasure, humility, and peace. Because places in scripture speaks to states of being. And so we're seeing that speaking to a state of pleasure, of humility, and of peace. Now, Lamentations 2.6 teaches us. It says, and he have violently taken away his tabernacle as if it were a garden. And he have destroyed his places of the assembly. Yahu have caused the solemn feasts and sabbaths to be forgotten in Zion and have despised in the indignation of his anger, the king and the priest. So hereby in, in Lamentations we, we, uh, we learned that the tabernacle is as a garden. Mm. You know, um, and it's in Zion. Now, yes, Yahoo or Isaiah 51.3 says, for Yahuwah shall comfort Zion, and he will comfort all her waste places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of Yahuwah. Joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. So hereby we learned that Yah's tabernacles—that is, his women—because the tabernacle speaks to the woman. Amen. You know, because the Levites was the flesh that was around the tabernacle, which speaks to the um, the wood of the tabernacle, which spoke to the ribs, and then the uh, furniture spoke to the organs. Amen. You know, so hereby we learned that Yah's tabernacles, or we could say Yah's women are those of Yah's garden. You know, so the tabernacle is placed in the garden. You know, and even as the woman was placed in the garden. Amen? Amen. Now where man is, um, this is where man is placed, uh, placed of Yah to live, even in the garden. You know, it's where Yah was uh, placed man to work in the garden. It's where Yah placed man to keep them so hereby we learn that man is to live work and keep the pleasures of humility that keep the pleasures humility and peace of elohim within the garden within the garden he's the and what's in the garden are the tabernacles or the women the woman yah's tabernacles priest or woman are the gardens of elohim um wherein he placed two trees. So I'm, what I'm trying to get you to see is that, you know, spiritually speaking, the woman speaks to this tabernacle. The tabernacle is a type of garden, you know, what is in the garden, actually, you know. Uh, so the man was put in the garden to keep the garden and everything that's in the garden, amen, mm-hmm. including the tabernacle or the woman that y'all presented him that brought that he brought to him um in the garden. So it's man's job to live in the garden and to work and keep the garden, including the woman that's in the garden. You know, now within this garden or within the, the woman, he placed two trees. Everybody still with me. Yeah. I don't think y'all lie. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back a little bit. So hereby we learn that Yah's tabernacles mm-hmm. speaks to women, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which speak to the priest. Now they are those they represent those that are of Yah's garden. Mm-hmm. Now, the garden is where man is placed of Yah to live, work, and keep. Mm-hmm. So man is to live, work, and keep the gardens of Elohim mm-hmm. and the gardens. That was presented in scripture speaks to pleasures humility and peace you know so man's role is to keep to work and keep the tabernacles that's in the gardens and work to keep the pleasures of it the humility and the peace of elohim within now within y'all's tabernacle Our priest, and within the, the role of the priest are our women okay. of the gardens of Elohim. Mm-hmm. Now, we in the garden, he also placed two trees. Right. So there's two trees: the tree of life mm-hmm. and the tree of a knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. You know, within the garden, that is. Where the priests are sat around the tabernacle. there are two trees, mm-hmm. the written, Mm. Or is it bad? Should it be allowed in the garden? Or should it be ran out of the garden? Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. I think that's enough for today. I'm going to stop right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer was a blessing. (laughs)